Mind of Man, Mind of God, number 34. It's the fifth Sunday in Lent, also technically the Feast of the Annunciation, March 25th, 2007. Hey, Dave. What's happening, man? What's happening? Uh, I don't know a lot of stuff. It's also, I know that it's the Feast of the Annunciation because it's also my oldest son's birthday today, so. And he was born on the Feast of the Annunciation. Annunciation, right. Wow, that's a, that's a lot to live up to, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, it's... So you having a party? Sort of, yeah. How do, you, how do you sort of have a party? Yeah, people are coming over, and then we're going bowling. That's a party. He wants to go bowling, yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, I haven't been bowling in a long time. Me, I might go once a year, maybe, when he wants to go bowling on his birthday or something. You break 100? Oh, yeah. That's good. So... Well, have fun. I'm planning to. <laughs> All right, so what are we doing? What are we talking about today? Um, whatever. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I thought it was an interesting reading there about the adulterous woman. Yeah, going right to the gospel. Yeah, I... Oh, I, should we... I left ahead. Yeah, I, I did leap ahead. Wait a minute. Let's look at this other that's thing. okay. No, see, I, I kind of liked the first one only because it was like... Uh, it was from Isaiah, you know, and it says, uh, blah, blah. In the desert I will make a way in the wasteland rivers. Wild beasts honor me, jackals, hostages. Yeah, it was more the fact that now it springs forth, you know. It was like, things are desolate, but I'm going to, like, rise, spring forth. I just thought that was, you know, hopeful. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. which then, you know, then you get to the psalm and it says the Lord is great done great things for me we were filled with joy well yeah if you know you bloom some flowers in the desert for me hey cool i'll be happy so <laughs> and then there's the second reading and you know i i i highlighted some stuff in the second reading and it's sort of interesting these words in here and they had this stuff about for his sake i have accepted the loss of all things and i i consider them so much rubbish so and then it talks down it says since i have indeed been taken possession by, of by Christ Jesus. It's a, uh, I, for my part, do not consider myself to have taken possession. So it was the idea of not like like I took on the Lord. It's just like the Lord took me on or something, or, or Jesus took me on. I, I, I was reading that, and I got that whole concept of inspiration came to me. This, this idea that um, you know it's something that that sort of takes you over. And comes into you and engulfs you and that kind of thing. Well, well, I yeah, I looked at it like you know that part where it says you know for his sake I accepted the loss of all things and I can consider them so much rubbish. Yeah. That's kind of like what what we're saying. I mean, there's just all this mind of man stuff. Oh, this is all really important. Right. And and then when you get the real stuff, I accept you know Christ and what He's you know God wants me to do. All the other stuff I was doing was kind of crap. Right. <laughs> I mean, I think that's sure. what that's what kind of hit me. Mm-hmm. Which I'll bring in my external reading here. Okay. Because uh, it's it's kind of relates to that okay. so, sort of same thing. This is an article from our diocesan paper. Okay. Because uh, this priest, Father Cantilla Mesa, who uh-huh. was the preacher to the Pope's household or something like that, okay. he he was here and gave a talk. I didn't get to go to it. I think I forgot. <laughs> oh, okay. But anyway, so there's an article in the paper about it, and here's what he says. He says, The preacher told the Pope and the Vatican officials that the world would be a better place if everyone kept alive in themselves the yearning for a purity of heart, 
for a world that is clean true sincere and without either religious or secular hypocrisy a world in which actions correspond to words words to thoughts and the thoughts of human beings to those of god <laughs> it sounded familiar to me didn't it sure sure so i mean it's just like saying that yes if we can kind of figure out you know what god is trying to do and you know hook ourselves up with that hey that's kind of uh, what although I, I would i i might disagree slightly now i don't know if disagree is the right word but that whole concept of figuring it out almost seems contrary to what he's saying here when he's, he's talking about being taken possession of by christ so it, maybe it's that aspect of you stop trying to figure it out <laughs> okay i'll give you that when i meant figure it out i let, let me rephrase it and say okay. letting go and letting him uh infuse it into you how's that that's that's yeah i think i think <laughs> that's good. yeah because I, I you know i i think i'm especially sensitive to that sort of idea because i'm so mental just as a person i'm constantly trying to figure things out and inevitably failing on the <laughs> failing on the big stuff you know so uh it's true i have that um you know disposition yes kind of but I've, I've i've i think i've gotten better at it i used to be you know much more heady and i've been seriously moving towards the you know shut up in my head and right. what was that again god i missed it <laughs> I, I was thinking yesterday like there was a person at this community where i live there's a person that died and she one of the wishes she had before she died was that uh, she give away she's going to give away all her stuff and give stuff to the community and, and what have you so there were some people over there yesterday uh, and, and what was happening is people were just kind of going in there and taking some things and you know on one, thing, on one level I thought oh this is sort of morbid or crazy but on the other hand it was just you know something that she wanted to do so so I went over there and I actually met this woman that was kind of interesting and, and so I was thinking about to myself like hmm, well this was that exactly my plan but then I'm going over there essentially going through a, a dead woman's stuff and then I meet somebody you know so it's, it's, it's one of these deals where you know you know things can happen in very odd ways where you uh not what you were expecting. No, not what I was expecting, and not not the you know the method I would typically think of you know, meeting someone. But oh well, what are you going to do? You know, I'm going to hit on the hot girl. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You got to do it. If God wants me to do that, I guess I need to. So I guess I need to. You know, I'm here. So which kind of brings us to the gospel, doesn't it? I think it does. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Um, I mean, I guess there's some women you're not supposed to just randomly hit on. Is that the idea? <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I'm not going to try to figure that one out. I'm just going to let you know, let myself be directed as far as that goes. Um, yeah, the adulterous woman. You know, they never have stuff about the adulterous men in these things, do they? You've noticed that, huh? Yeah, it's a little. I could see the, the women being a little aggravated by that, but you know, we'll 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 breeze over that one. Um. Yeah. So you know, I I had some. What did I have here? I had a couple things. This was sort of that. I, you know, I have to. Last week we were talking about kind of the. There's always this subtext with stuff that's going on. Like there's a couple things that I noticed that said that then the scribes and Pharisees brought a woman uh, who had been caught in adultery, and then uh, and and blah blah blah. Oh, oh and then they said this to test him. So that they could have some charge to bring against him. So, but you know, like you said, there, there's always that little 
underlying thing about like why it's happening. So so we have this story, but you know it's also they brought this is all part of a deal to kind of you know see what he's going to say too. Yeah, they're kind of plotting against him. Well, yeah, and it's also one of those things like where you you almost put him in a catch twenty two in a way. It's like well. Uh, you know. Yeah, that, that's actually, that is their plan. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing that he gets out of it, usually. <laughs> well, well he's, you know, he's got, so exactly. he's got a little stuff going for him. Um, yeah, but, yeah, it is kind of, well, if you, I, I guess with that one, it's, well, if you kind of just go with everything we said, that, then the law, then you're kind of neutralized. But then if you go against the law, then we got you as far as, you know, going against the law. So, it's, it is kind of interesting how he gets gets out of that. You know, it, it's kind of, it's very tricky, actually. It is, and, and, you know, as you're saying that, it just occurred to me that, well, what would have happened to this woman if the Pharisees weren't trying to screw Jesus? She would have been stoned. You think? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Would they just gone ahead and killed her? <laughs> Probably. I mean... That's the implication, isn't it, don't you think? Well, you know, it's one of these... Do they always stone them, or do they turn their heads the other way and say, oh, yeah? Right. Or, you know, or they might have done it, or they said, well, here, here's the technically, you know, maybe they were getting, you know, put upon by the wom- woman's family, somebody to show mercy or something, and right. they said, right. hey, let's bring it to Jesus and make it his problem. Mm-hmm. I'm making this up, of course, but I'm just thinking, you know, what what really happened here? Right, <laughs> or you know, or did that's true, or did you know maybe one of the scribes or Pharisees was actually doing the woman, and <laughs> oh yeah, right, right, <laughs> and then say, hey, look, I caught you doing this. Well, oh yeah, because that's the whole thing up. <laughs> they could have, but and also, you know, here's a, here's, I mean, this is sort of a, a terrible thing to say, but you know, in in some of these cultures, I think, you know, the woman gets raped and then she gets charged with adultery too. I mean, that, that, I don't think that that was that unusual to happen as well you know it's like well you disgraced us because you were attacked you know i mean that 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 was the level of stuff at times wow that's even worse than what i said dave well, you know, yeah. <laughs> i'm competitive what do you, mean? <laughs> you win <laughs> I'm not well, the other thing i was sort of interested in i don't know what this meant at all but they referenced this a couple times in that reading about him like writing something in the sand they never really tell you what he was writing in the sand no they don't that was a little cryptic to me. It's like, well, what, why is he writing something in the sand? I don't know. You don't know. Okay, there's people, this is total crap, but because conjecture, people make stuff out. But, you know, people said, well, maybe he's writing the sins of the p- other people in the crowd in the sand, and they go, holy crap, and then start walking away. Oh. that That's like, you know a cute story kind of a thing. Right. Because, like you say, we have no idea what he was really doing. <laughs> yeah, it's just so strange. But it is interesting, you know. And then he tells her at the end, go, go in from now. And I thought this was, I mean, it's a way it's kind of a beautiful thing, too, because, you know, it says, you know, neither do I condemn you. Go, and from now on, do not sin anymore. So, I mean, it's just a much more, I mean, it, the difference between Old Testament and New Testament are just, much more laid back about the whole thing, you know. Don't just don't don't do it anymore. You go on, get get out of here, and you know, learn your lesson, whatever. You know, you know. In some ways, that's true, Dave. And in some ways, this is much harsher. Oh not yeah, what do you mean? Not harsher, but harder anyway than the old. I mean, the Old Testament was like, here's the rules and here's the punishment. Oh yeah, that's true. He's saying, 
don't sin anymore. Holy crap, you know. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, it's more co- it's more complex too, isn't it? I mean, it's a it, there's more moral complexity to the whole. That's thing. right. It's not just the rules. I mean, see, that's the yeah. thing. You look at this technically. Here's the, here's the rule. You broke it. Here's the punishment. Right. So so there's no thinking involved. Right. There's no mercy. There's no love. There's no compassion. It's these are the rules. This is the punishment for the rules. We're going to kill you now. Right. And Jesus is more like, yeah, those are the rules. Yeah, you shouldn't have done that. All right, uh, you know, <laughs> the one with no s- sin, go ahead and start killing her. And, right. I mean, he's, he's yes, he's stretching. He's making bigger, right? right? I mean... Well, isn't it interesting, though? I think it's, you know, to your point, though, I mean, isn't it interesting, and I think whether you're talking Catholic, Protestant, Christian, you know, a lot of uh, Christians, let's say, and I think this is in other religions as well, they don't really live that whole deal about... Um, I, what I'm saying is I think they get they get caught up in the letter of the law, the letter of their own doctrine, or the letter of whatever, you know, to even even now. It's, it's, I mean, that... That desire to have just that rule and know what the right thing to do, I mean, it, it didn't get eliminated by this. I mean, so no. it's, it, it takes another form sometimes. Yes, it, there's always that, you know, fight, struggle between these, you know, mercy and justice, right? I mean... Mercy and justice and the intent of stuff versus the, the, the structures that get all set up and, and rules and laws and all that crap. Or right. I mean, I, I think there's a reason for it, but, you know, I, I don't know. I well, think... Yeah, no. See, that's the thing, though. That, see, you lived in Rome for a while, too, didn't you? Yeah. I, I always related to that. You know, these laws, you know, it's the Roman Catholic Church. Right. You know, you go to Rome, there's all these laws, and the Italians totally disregard them. That's true. You know? <laughs> not, not that that's what we're doing, but I'm just saying, you know, you, you change this into, you know, American legalism into this, well, yes, these are the rules, this is what you're supposed to do, P- try to do this, but it's not so legalistic, I don't think, in the eyes of God, for instance. <laughs> oh, right, but, but. right. Oh, it, it, I thought it was always such an interesting dichotomy, because, I mean, coming from America, too, and, you know, I think gr- growing up in Catholic schools and all this stuff, and you know, it was, it was, it was very, like, rule and law kind of... Uh, Focus from what I could see, you know. Well, you got to do this. You got to do this. You're going to go to hell. I mean, I I remember all that stuff, and and it was to be with such a dichotomy to, to, to go to Italy and say this this is the place where this thing came from. I mean, they <laughs> exactly. You no, know, they don't do. They don't listen to look at stoplights. I mean, they don't. You know, right? <laughs> you know, the the classic thing for me was that the all this place we had. I think did I mention this thing, the all night bakery? Did yeah, I already tell that I, story? On I here? don't know. Oh. I love going there. <laughs> yeah, but I love the all night bakery because because it was such a classic Italian thing that the law was actually that they needed to close by midnight or something or ten o'clock or whatever. And so the way they got around that is they would have their uh, you know those little like garage door type clothes. You know, Dave, I was there. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I'm just telling very much. Okay. You know, they they keep it half open. Right. So yeah, I mean, I thought that was like, wow. Well, we're in the process of closing. It might take us all night, but you know. Man, I want to go there right now. There's these little pastries I just loved. <laughs> I haven't found them anywhere else in the world. Other than, I know. Than the all night bakery, but. <laughs> but uh, you know, 
So I think it's a good reading. I mean, it's 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 a very hopeful reading, and and uh, you know, it's, it's yeah. I don't know. It's but you know what, Dave? <laughs> what? The, the important question is, as always, what does this have to do with foosball? Well, hmm. Well, let me think about that, Ryder. Actually, you know, I should think about that before <laughs> get here because I'm always like cramming for that the exam, like right now. Um, well, sometimes people make mistakes. You know what I mean? Yes. You make a mistake. You know you made a mistake. You get scored on. But are you going to just beat yourself up forever because of that? No, you're not going to do that. You're not going to beat yourself up. You're going to move on. You're going to forgive. You're you, going to forgive yourself. You got to. Just because you got scored on, so to speak, right? Right. <laughs> you need to say, oh, well, next game or next ball, right? Exactly. Exactly. You need to forgive yourself. You don't need to get into, right, well, I shouldn't have done that. I'm bad. I deserve to lose. Let's yeah. not say that. We're not right. going to say we deserve to lose just because we made a mistake. Right. If you, if you sit there and you keep, uh, you know... <sighs> I don't know, you know, keep beating yourself up over that last one, well, you're not going to do good on the next one, and that's the whole point of, oh, okay, next. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You can't just sit there feeling guilty and feeling upset for what you did. You let it go, you move on, just like in the reading. <laughs> don't sin anymore, don't make any stupid shots anymore. We we could equally say, you just said, don't make any dumb moves anymore. Go yeah. on, get back yeah. in the game. Yeah. And, and, you know, that makes more sense because you know you're going to do it again. I mean... That's true. That's true. Not necessarily the same thing, but it's not like you're not going to sin anymore. But that is your objective, so... Yeah. Okay, I'm good with that. <laughs> All right. All right, so that's it. We're good. We're going to go forth and not sin anymore or not do the same ones or do the same ones but not as badly. Something right. like that. Right. We're not going to obsess over past things and we're going to... Do our best to not sin anymore, eh? Hoo-ha. Good day. All right. Ciao. See ya. You can make it. Shoot it. Mommog.com.